evening, and welcome to the kingdom. Got a new bugler. He's a little off tonight, but you know, music is what you pay for it, and this is what we pay for what we got. And turn around there, bugler. See the back of your shirt. Ho, stay loyal to the kingdom. Yes, thank you for all you folks who who've been writing and contacting us and saying, let's have a show, et cetera, et cetera. And we're having one tonight. This is the state of the kingdom. The time when we come, Brendan, he's Brendan Martin. I'm Buddy Martin. I'm the dad. He's the son. And we're going to try to give you the best we can without boring you the details on where we stand with our group called the kingdom. And we're going to go over a list of things that you should know. And tonight, Brendan, tonight, we have the first list here of names, or two of these, and we're going to, from that list, read some names who we are nominating for knighthood, but there's a step they have to take to go to the next level, and we'll tell you about that before we get done. But before we do that, congratulations to the Gator basketball team, winning over Baylor tonight, this afternoon, Uh, Franz Beard will be in the house in about about an hour, he'll give us the update on what he knows about any recruiting news and also any basketball news. And we have a mystery guest, somebody, Brendan, that everybody knows well if you're a Gator fan. Uh, he will be joining us here in about 20 minutes. But can we set this up, Brendan, and talk about what we want to discuss tonight, our state of the kingdom, including this little goodie back here. Can you just calm down? I'm not there. And then you just like, you're all over the place because I haven't even poured the wine. People are just going to get here. I haven't described anything. Oh, yeah, I got mine too. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check that out. Our new kicks. Mine are white. Yours are orange. Notice that? Mine are white. It's orange. Yeah, and this is the official shoe of the kingdom. We're not selling them. They were sent to us by a guy who actually played on the national championship team in 1996, McDonald Ferguson. He's got a company. I'm going to get that address later, collegiate shoe or something like that. I'll get it exactly right if you want it. Uh, we're not trying to sell you anything. No, this, we don't get any. Can't. We got free shoes, though. We got, oh, we got shoes. Decorating, decorating. You going to pour yours? What are you drinking tonight, brother? Uh, I am drinking uh, Pinot Noir, uh, organic. Uh, organic. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Concha. Concha. Somebody help me with that. I don't know. Conchilla. Uh, Stella says the producer Stella Martin says from afar. Thank you, Stella. Yeah. Hey, well, how? Uh, what are you drinking? Can I hold mine up? Yeah. Mine is a keto. It is a Pinot, okay? Pinot a Pinot. And uh, I have my little glass, by the way, Silver Springs International Film Festival. Good group of people. This is my little glass tonight. So there you go. Um, well, That's before we, before, um, before we dilly-dilly our cheers, like and share, please. Uh, we uh, are simulcasting, yes. This is a part of the new technology of the kingdom. And all of your donations and everything that we have gotten along the way from T-shirt sales, and everything else totaled to be about a hundred and nine dollars. And we invested every bit of it. This is where we in, invested in was new tech. So we got plus, some plus a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah. So we got plus some new stuff. stuff. And uh, you know, what's, we're gonna try to deploy it as we what's, go. 
What's new about it? So tell them what it is. Well, we can now pick up three or four different Skypes at one time and broadcast it out mm -hmm. to you like a group call. Well, uh, what are you drinking? There you are right there. See, so coming down there. Um, and we'll be Ford able to like, talk to Franz Beard from his car or mm -hmm. um, do all sorts of different conversations with people on the phone and Skype call them and maybe even talk more to the kingdom, more to you people out there who want to talk to you, Buddy Martin. And uh, I'm able to actually control the whole thing from right here in my studio at home, which most people yeah. don't know, I am a video production person. Actually, that's mm -hmm. my, my trade. Uh, I have a production company, and I work for uh, a company called uimpact.com, and I uh, am a video multimedia specialist. So Shout out to the Impact. Yeah, so well, this is my office, and we're Kevin, at home. And so anyway, Kevin, shout out Chris. to all those people. Thanks, Kevin Diamond and all those people. Jen Boys. Chris. Boys, who is actually assistant pro associate producer of this show, responsible and in part for the graphic work and a ton of other stuff that she does pro bono for the kingdom. And then, of course, this is my executive producer, Stella, uh, and uh, she runs the whole deal. My lights went out. Got to hold on a second. That's okay. We can see you fine. You thought. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah. So we're able to now call Brady tonight. Uh, not Brady. Excuse me. Franz Beer tonight. And we're able to call, um, say, other people along the way. Uh, and have three or four different calls at once and rebroadcast it out to you all uh, and do a lot of cool other things, including uh, graphics, pictures, videos, um, anything we want. So once uh, Buddy starts going, I'll be able to play and do some cool stuff and broadcast all from here. Now, that's it. Let's drink. You're all right. right. I'm now, sorry. Brendan, Shut up. Four. Drink. Dilly, dilly. I've got to give dilly, you. Dilly, dilly. Drink your drink. Yeah. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. And i got to get into business. We're hey, out Stella, of time here. Could you put your camera down a little bit? I got a glare at the top and up there, right above the top of yours. There's a something in there on the mirror that's glaring back. You know what that is? Could you move that down at all? What is it bothering you? No, I just wonder if I was going to notice it. It's very bright right above your beautiful face. It's not as easy to see your face because it's right across where the mirror reflects at the top. There you go. Perfect. No, not so far. Not quite so far. Yeah, that's good. That's much better. Yes, much better. Thank you. Good. I can take my okay. crown off. I'm going to anyway. put mine on. I got official business here. So okay. let's get on with it. You ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Uh, just a moment. We'll have our mystery guest. We'll go ahead and tell them who it is, I guess. I already did. It really is. Uh, Brady Ackerman. Okay. He'll be joining us. Now, here's the deal. I want you to know, we're serious about this. You know, we had a dust up. We had another group that came in on top of us and tried to discredit us. Yep. Uh, we, didn't even, we didn't pay much attention. We didn't know it for a month. They were bashing us behind our backs. Brendan was an admin, courtesy to help them out. He built their site up from 400 to 2400 as a favor, and suddenly they began turning on us and bashing us. I don't really care about it, but I think it's bad form. Brendan, however, went on the warpath, and he said, I'm not having this. So basically, he's going to take them down one way or the other. And some of you responded, and we appreciate that. We're not children here, okay? We're not punks. We no, don't worry about because that. that's it. We're going to we're going to clear the air about it and be done with it, because, you know, this is what we're you know, I guess we're announcing is that we're going to, um, I think, just growl a much bigger and better. So you know, this spawned me getting pissed off about it at work and being angry about the fact that I helped a group of people do something and wanted them to, you know, be, a you know, part of gator groups would like and everyone wants to do that kind of thing. You know, I, I, I promoted them on the radio show. I promoted them on our page. I pimped them. The only group I've ever pimped out and said, yeah, people go join the group. And then they just kind of like ditched us. So anyways, 
that's all not, and I don't want to get out and call names, but it's made me angry, but then made me realize that we need to start, we need to start our own It's time. A sovereign Gator Nation group. All right, here's the deal. We're going to start with this, and that is we base everything we do, and this sounds corny, on truth. And I must, I'm not going to brag on myself, but that's been my life for 60 years, is that trying to close, coming as close to the truth as I possibly can. I made mistakes. I know all of you have. Uh, but uh, the light went out. What does that mean? Uh, so so when someone assaults my in our integrity and says we're fake, uh, that's kind of insulting, you know. So uh, so we decided, oh, what are we going to do about it? Well, Brendan took, took, got aggressive about it, and he's taking that on. But it's time for us, Brendan, to tell them what we're about, okay, what we represent. This is kingdom business. I'm taking this off, putting my kingdom hat on, my crown, when I talk about the, the kingdom. This is what we are and who we are, all right? Folks, you know this. All of you are watching out there right now. We're, we're a group of loyal gators, loyal gators who love and support the University of Florida Athletics Program. The program, the people, the coaches, what have you, the fans. And we're bonded by truth, by passion, and by commitment. And we got each other's back. If you can't live by that, you can't come around here. And if you do come around here, we're going to dump you. And dump here's you. this, right? Yeah. Simple, simple principles. No bashing or bullying or belittling. We don't do that to our own, especially. Uh, no backstabbing. That would qualify the other group. They backstabbed us, right? And no tolerance for trolls. We don't have it, all right? So this kingdom is going to be run by you, by you folks. You will govern what we do. And we have a process. Brendan and I have disagreed on this that we're going to read a list of names tonight, which we have studied. We've looked through your posts. We've looked at your Facebook page. We've researched who you are. And we know that these people are vetted, right, Brendan? They're vetted yes. and they're, they're ready to go. And I've got a long list and, I've, and I'm not going to read every single name. But if you hear your name, we'd like you to join us in this new group. What's it called, Brendan? What the Gator Nation Kingdom? Kingdom. It's Facebook page, right? Yes, the Gator Nation. There are only three members of that right now. Yeah, it's closed group. And we will okay you because you're good with us. We will build this into the governing body to be run by the Knights of the Roundtable. You'll be picked from this list to be a knight. And you will govern what we do. We have right to veto this. We don't want to get too fancy with it, too many things. But we have, we realize now, Brendan, we have to have some rules, right? There's the list, Otherwise, by the way. I'm showing the list. Well, you showed it before. I didn't want to really show the whole list, but Brendan says so. There, so here's some you names, don't want all right? See it? That's the list. Right. Do you Ken Sagini. That's fine. fine. Richie Robinson's on that list. Uh, John Enrico. Uh, David Sotoquist is on that list. Uh, Chris DeCubulus and Tracy DeCubulus, uh, James Weaver, Jennifer Lay, David Baldoff. Um, that's just a few. 
And let's see. Len Tindell. Roger Burns in China. Ken Rock, local guy in Ocala here. Um, we've got, uh, I can't read my writing here. Oh, Monty Atkinson, for dilly sure. Dilly. I feel like yeah. I should say Dilly Dilly each time. You dilly should, dilly. yeah, you should. Dilly right, dilly. Right. Charlie Wright. Dilly Dilly. Who wrote a terrific post today. Richard Clements. Jimmy Howell, who's done some good reporting for us. By the way, you are helping us. If people say we're writing fake news, we're getting 99% of our stuff from your group and your people and your contacts. So if they say you are fake, we're fake, that means you're fake, okay? Uh, James Yawn. Um, Jack Campbell up in Atlanta wrote a nice note about how staying warm in Atlanta. By I can't to the show, show the whole list. You don't want me to show the whole I didn't. You don't want to see I don't know. Mike Amsden. Nolan Richard. Uh, this guy goes all the way. I want to show this book. This guy, I found this name, went back and looked. This is a book I wrote in 1994, and I first time anybody ever used much email at all for print. And I wrote, I had letters from Gator fans, and one of the names of the Gator fans published in this book is Leon Polhill. Leon Arthur Polhill is on this list. He may be listening tonight. He has been with us for this 20 book right here. This book right here, that one right there. That book right there, 1994, what is that? I mean, is that 24 years? years. He's been following us that long, so he definitely is one of our group. Uh, By the way, most people we don't know, um, it's Arthur Leon Polo, by the way. Joby Mitchell, Bill Ferry, uh, Brian Fox, uh, Nate Blaylock. What's Brian's name who we had a beer with? uh, Brian also. So those are just a few people. that Shields. Right. We got yeah, we've got more, and I know some of you have heard your names, and we'll clarify it later. PM us if you heard your names, you want to know more, and then we got other names we're going to add. This is just partial, and you'll be now invited to go on and and join the group. What is it, now, again, Brendan? If you join the the Gator Nation Kingdom, okay, Gator Nation Kingdom, look for it on Facebook. You'll see it's closed group. If you join it and you've been you've been called and you go and join it, we're not going to ask you some question like how loyal are you or something like that. We already know because that's the way you said Simple. it. Simple. We'll cross-reference you from the we've list. Cause I'm sure other people who, if you also want to get in the queue to maybe be in the group once we figure out the mods and admins or you know the mods and stuff like that, then you know then we'll we'll open it up to other people and then you know obviously these people will be a part of vetting that that vetting process and you know the whole group mentality and then away we go. Uh, and we'll be able to, uh, you know, plan our events and do all of our other stuff through this. Uh, it'll be a much easier way to communicate with everybody rather than the way that we're doing it right now, which is on the page, which is great. But there's a lot of things that happens on a page and there's a lot to manage uh, for other broadcasts and things that we do. Uh, you know, I think this is going to make more sense in the long run. So anyways, we got to call Brady. Yeah, great response. Here's some people as you're calling Brady. Hey, I'm did you say, uh, did you did you send me his number? Did you send me the number? I did. I texted it to you. Oh, Stella, can I have my phone? Um, and if you don't, I'll I'll, I'll uh, I can have it back in a minute. Um, uh, so anyway, uh, Joey McBrayer and uh, Ellis. Oh, you texted. Uh, Remember, it doesn't work. You got to tell. You, text it. I don't get your text okay. all the thing right now. All right, gotta, and then uh, okay. Anyway, there's some people: James Weaver, Joey Mitchell, Richie Robinson. They're saying dilly dilly. They're excited about it. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Bennett, Tom Hassan, James James Weaver says awesome. Richie Robinson, thank you. It's an honor. John Enrico, thank you. Dilly dilly. Kent Rock, woohoo. David Baldolf, honored. Chris DeCubulus, wow, thanks. Kent Rock, dilly dilly. 
et cetera, et cetera. And others will be added. That's just a starting place, okay? Now, while you do that, all that, Brendan, I'll tell him, email you Brady's number, okay? I, you okay. should have been. Go ahead. You don't have it in your phone? Yeah, I uh, go, go ahead. So this is tonight. This is the State of the Union thing. We're trying to state of the kingdom. We want to get this straight. And just so you know, too, uh, I assume that people know who we are. Some people don't. Uh, let me just say that my name is Buddy Martin. I'm a, a I'm newspaper. Uh, and, and, and I'm in the, Brendan mentioned what he did. I, I'm a, I'm a writer, broadcaster. I've written some books, about eight of them. Uh, worked for a lot of newspapers. I've done network television. I've done a little bit of, uh, local television. And, and right now I'm doing a show every day, uh, on, um, on, on a radio station here in Gamesland, Ocala and on Facebook Live. People said, well, where can you get it? And I, uh, you know, I, I mentioned before where you can get it, but if you're in, just go to TuneIn Radio, WMOP, or you can if you can't get it right here on Facebook Live, we broadcast it every week, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. We're here, um, and you'll hear us or hear Tom Schmitz, one of the two, um, and uh, we do that as part of what this, however, is different. This is our special nation group. All right, I think I'm calling Brady right now here. Okay, you just I just lost you for a second, but yeah, no, I, I came back. I I, I uh, right. dialing him now. Let's see if this works. I'm also emailing you his number just in case. All right, you'll see it when I email it to you. Brady Ackerman. It was at the basketball game today, and um, let's see here. He should be ready to go. France Beard waiting around the corner. He's going to be joining us in a minute. He'll give us his take. So we're very excited about this, the kingdom. And I have a lot more to say about it. I just couldn't get it all in tonight. But we've given us a lot of thought, and we've done a lot of research on it. We've checked you out. I just emailed it to you, Brendan. We're not in the same place tonight. We're doing this split screen, a little different thing tonight. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see. If- let's see. You get the, did you get my message? My email. You yeah. should. Hold on. All right. The message has this number to make sure you got the right one. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. Right. I, I uh, I've been dialing. Maybe I'm thinking I'm dialing the wrong number. Sorry. Go ahead. Probably are. Yeah. So anyway, those are some of the names. By the way, don't don't fret if you didn't hear your name call because we got a whole other page of lists. We've got, uh, you know, I, I, can, I can tell you names we're still looking at. Lots of them we're still looking at. Just haven't gotten around to it all. I mean, um, Joe Fulford, um, uh, James Cope, uh, John Stacy Freeman. Um, et cetera. We're going to invite you over to the uh, the new site that Brendan mentioned. All right, we're dialing him now. Let's see if this works. All right. And uh, you'll be there. From there, we'll be able to go forward and, and get you in the process and pick our nights from there, and you'll be governing the whole Hello? thing. So, Brady Ackerman? I believe we have him on the phone right now, don't he? He's the comet, we call him. He's the star of uh, the Ackerman and uh, Ackerman quarterback. A very good show, which if you haven't heard it, it's 10 o'clock weekdays on the WRUF. And um, he and he and uh, Shane Matthews, Brady Ackerman, uh, do two hours of really solid, interesting radio. Brady, thanks for joining us tonight. I know you've been to Gainesville today. You saw a little hoop, huh? Yeah, I did. And uh, you, it's good to be the star of a show where the, the uh, your co-host is in the College Hall of Fame at your university, played 14 years in the NFL, and was two-time SEC Player of the Year. So you know you got a big star on this show. <laughs> uh, and that, and there, then there's there. you. Then there's you. Yeah. Show, but yeah. that, that resume is pretty good, buddy. It is good. And, and uh, as opposed to being some old washed-up old guy that we used to do radio with you back in the day, 
yeah. when it was called Uncle Buddy and uh, and the Comet. But anyway, um, yeah. Brady, uh, Brady, I want to talk a little ball with you here, if I can, football, before we get into the basketball. And yeah. uh, it, it feels like, and I don't want to be a homer here, but that's what we do here. Um, it feels like that things are coming together faster than we thought uh, with what we've seen in the recruiting trail and the, the good fortune that uh, the Gators have had in getting some transfers and then getting Jordan Scarlett back. You talked about all the subject last week. And suddenly there's a little depth there that's developing. Um, and things have kind of gone right. Then I saw the coach today at halftime giving the pep rally, and people kind of got fired up. What was that like today? You were there. Yeah, that was it was pretty exciting. I mean, he's a pretty energetic guy, you know. He, he gets into it, and, uh, you know, he was here, won two national chi- titles, as you know, buddy, uh, in your uh, relationship with the program back then with Urban. So you know a little bit about how well, how Dan wired, but he's a different guy than he was when he was at Florida. I don't want to say um, – I, I think he's evolved. You know, I think as a head coach at Mississippi State, going head-to-head year in and year out with the best program in college football, Alabama, he's evolved. I mean, he's got the – his personality is much more engaging than it was as an offensive coordinator 10 years ago. And I think when he was hired, uh, because so many people were excited about Chip Kelly, that maybe they weren't as excited about Dan Mullen as they probably should have been, on top of the fact that many people really didn't get to know Dan that well, um, weren't on that inner circle with Urban Meyer when he was here before. But I think Mississippi State experience has allowed him to uh, grow his personality, uh, obviously sharpen his knife as a coach and, and recruiting and, and what it takes to be successful. And um, now he's at a place that has better resources than Mississippi State, has better um, talent to be able to go and get and, and, and acquire. And, uh, you know, that's a program he has number one in the country. So I think he's capitalized with his energy and, and his experience uh, from Mississippi State right away, as well as the fact that he was um, successful here before. So today he's, you know, he's talking national championship, and some people may be looking around saying, well, but – well, you know, they've won three since 96, so it's not like it's it, it's that far off. And, and he won, he was part of two of those. So um, I think it really got people excited. And like you said, a lot of things have gone the right way for him starting out. But I think he's done that himself. I think he's done pushed all the right buttons. Brendan, Brady has a little inside track, and I'll ask this as an inside question because uh, you have a son on the team. And I know you don't discuss private personal things on, on the radio about it named Brandon, but still, this is more about the the feeling that you detect that the Brandon has uh, about this coaching change. And do you, what do you? Well, I've never asked you this. If you don't feel comfortable asking answering, it's okay. But is, is he feeling it? Oh yeah, yeah. Now listen, my son was raised by a coach. You know, I'm, I'm a coach at heart, so he understands the expectation expectation level and how it's supposed to be tough and, and what it's supposed to be like and um, and then it, it should go to the next level when you get to a place like Florida. And I think he could see the gaps in the um, uh, in the hierarchy on, on the prior staff. But, you know, we're good soldiers. We do what we're supposed to do. But, you know, when Dan has gotten here, I mean, it didn't take him long for him to say, Dad, this is exactly what we needed. And then a week into the strength program, Dad, the strength program is, you know, it's killer, but it's exactly what we needed. And, um, you know, I think that's important. And um, I think, but it's not just coming from, you know, uh, number 86 on an 80, 105, you know, man roster or whatever. It's coming from guys like Chauncey Gardner, guys like CeCe Jefferson, 
uh, or Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, let me say that. Uh, it's coming from a lot of guys. And it, my experience in coaching and being a player, and then I know in your experience being around Hall of Fame coaches like Meyer and Spurrier, the great ones want to be coached. You know, if you think about it, how right. tough was Spurrier on his quarterbacks and mm. how great were his quarterbacks? You know, I mean, just, wow. uh, I'll put it that way. And so I think when you, you bring – I think you need to be tough on these guys, at, you know, and then reward them, which is what he's done. And so, um, you know, having a chance to be around uh, the Mississippi State program in the uh, Tax Slayer Bowl, I did that game on national radio, and, and hear the talk about Nick Savage and what he was going to be like, and then hearing it from, you know, my son and other players and people inside the building, um, it's exactly what they needed. I know it's what they needed, but whether the guy comes in and does it is an, remains to be seen, but they've done that. And I think um, this is a quicker buy-in process. I think other programs, when they have a coaching change, buddy, there's a little bit of a, well, you know what, I'm going to go pro, whether you're a first-round pick or not. And I think the fact that I and Jefferson State is significant. Now, you might be out there listening going, wait a minute, those guys weren't first-round picks. They won't go pro. Well, how many kids do we see leave college every year when there's a coaching change that aren't first-round picks? I mean, just look at Tallahassee. I mean, they lost guys. But he was they, they from the first meeting he had, he started gaining trust of the players. And that was important. And I think that's his experience. I think the fact that he worked with Urban, I think the fact that he's been at Florida, I think the fact that he built Mississippi State into a contender or certainly somebody that you didn't just walk over in the SEC West, um, I think is why the kids are bought in. I think it's all the way down. I, you know, I feel like, you know, there are probably more guys, buddy, bought into Dan Mullen today than when Urban took over from Utah. Think about that. Yeah, well. Well, um, and, and, you know, here's the thing that people got to remember, whether you like Urban personally or not, and I did, by the way, well, you didn't, that's okay. Uh, what, what he did was he built this offense top to bottom himself. He, he, it was, he brought it in here as like his own car, you know, and the guy who was there tightening the bolts and the screws and everything else was Dan Mullen. He was there when they invented this offense. They were running, and Dan Mullen has taken it and refined it, and Mullen had a big role in this. I uh, mean, he 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 was uh, you know he was there when they when, when they sat down with their coaches and uh, and and started drawing it up. So you're seeing, uh, I think, with Mullen's offense, what I've seen in Mississippi State is even more of a option game, more of a run pass option based on the quarterback that he has. But let's not forget he had Chris Leak too, and it was a totally yeah. different offense. So no, I mean, I think I think he has the ability to throw the ball for 3,000 yards like he did with Dak Prescott, and I think he has the ability to run it for 1,600 like he did with Nick Fitzgerald, which is the beauty of that offense. You know, what's interesting, when you bring that up, um, it made me think of how Mummy's offense, which a lot of people run today, including Oklahoma, and, and, and it spawned off. But it all came from Mike Leach. Well, who was Hal's right-hand man when they were building that offense together was Mike Leach, who's kind of like Dan Mullen. So um, now he's taking it, and he's getting credit for, obviously, all these, uh, you know, the Lincoln Rileys and the Holgersons and stuff. But it started with, you know, with Hal and, and Leach. And I, I think that um, in a lot of ways, Mullen learned a lot from Urban from that and, and was able to take off of that. So I, I, I really think his experience, buddy, being at Florida – his experience working with Scott Strickland are two major, major, you know, checkpoints on his uh, resume already that people haven't really talked about. You know, when he got hired, how many people called your show, buddy, and said, well, you know, he was 4-23 and versus ranked opponents. And I'm like, yeah. well, nine years, he had, nine years he had to play Alabama and nine years he had to play LSU. And those guys won about five titles or whatever <laughs> yeah. played for him. I said, you know, 
and he's at Mississippi State. So you got to look at that, but look at the things that that matter with winning. And and he's not in here today saying, look, that that standalone football facility needs to be built tomorrow. Now it needs to be built tomorrow, but he understands the baseball stadium is going up first. But he knows it will get built because he's worked with Scott Strickland. Yeah, it, it feels right now. They got to go win some games, and we don't know what he's going to do. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the thing we don't have any idea of without, but but it'd be a mistake to completely eliminate um, Felipe. I think at this point in time, I don't know what he would do if he was coached up. Uh, I, I think he's got some skills. He doesn't seem to be able to read defenses worth the flip and can't find a receiver open. But he's got a lot of athletic skills. I can see a time where he – I've just had his little – in my mind where there's some ball plays where Felipe Franks and Smith might be on the field at the same time. You know, you never know what they might put together. But uh, you, you think the first snap goes to Smith or, or Franks or, or, or somebody else in the spring? Yeah, you mean Joe, Joe, Emory Jones. Jones and Smith. I'm are, sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's sorry. fine. Emory Jones Smith. and Smith are, are two uh, generic names in America, folks. I know. We, my, we bad. Do it right my bad. No, no. Been a while since I, I talked I, about I, him. I, I, I want to make sure you, I, I was on the same page. Yeah, I did. Bring, yes, if he's bringing Alex Smith with him from Utah, I'm in big <laughs> well, trouble. Well, I was thinking about uh, Emmett's son got got mixed up in there. Oh, you know what I'm saying? EJ. Yeah. So, anyway. I think he's going to get I don't know who takes the first spring practice. I don't know if it matters. Um, I'm intrigued to see what he, he can do. But it's funny, if you listen to what you say, he can't read defenses and he can't seem to pick things up uh, on the fly, then really Coach. that's kind of what the quarterback is supposed to do. you know. And so either he'll get coached up and look really good or he won't. I, I think, that, again, I, I said this about Blake Bortles at Jacksonville when I covered the Jaguars. So I can't evaluate Blake Bortles whether he can be an NFL quarterback until so they give him a running game. Okay. You need a running game. You're not you're not, not a, you're not Tom Brady and you're not Aaron Rodgers. I can tell you that right now. But can you be a good NFL quarterback with a with a running game? Well, they went and drafted Fournette, and he was he got him to the AFC title game this year. For me, with Franks, I know he can't be a drop back, pick you apart defensive quarterback. I, I or quarterback pick apart Great. defense. I know he can't do that. For what you said and from what I've seen. However, I'm not going to put him on a boat and send him in the Atlantic Ocean until Dan Mullen coaches him. His resume speaks for itself. Dan Mullen has taken two-star quarterbacks and gotten them drafted in the NFL. I think, yeah, and I think he can. I think he can get. Uh, I think he. You know, I, I, I want to see what he can do with Felipe. Yes, I, I think Emory Jones is the starter. That's where I put my money if I was betting on it. But I'm interested to see what he can do with Jake Allen and Felipe Franks. So those are two guys I'm, I'm interested in following in spring practice. And Brendan, do you have anything for Brady? No, I was just uh, I was checking in into the, the chat that you guys go over. He's uh, David Baldoff asking about uh, uh, ask Brady with our running backs with Scarlett coming back. Who redshirts this year? This first year? Well, yeah, you know it'll be interesting. Um, I, we got to keep an eye on that. Malik Davis, who was a dynamic running back, uh, fine for us for the Gators last year. That was, uh, from what I've gathered, it was as bad an ACL knee injury type that you can get. You know, sometimes you can just carry ACL, and then sometimes everything goes in there. So um, it'll be interesting to see when they get him back if if they if he maybe they say you know what let's put the red shirt on him because he's not going to be 100 percent till the end of September, uh, and he's the odd man out. I think Jordan Scarlett's going to start, and I think Adarius Lemons if he is going to be a factor, and Michael Piron is going to be a factor. So Davis may have the luxury. 
even if he doesn't want to, to redshirt depending on his rehab. I know he's going to want to be back because he's electric, and, and I hope he's back and I hope he's 100%. But I'd be hard, I, I think it would be hard-pressed to see these freshmen um, play a lot this year in the backfield, but this is a team void of special teams talent. It's a team void of, of any type of playmakers and the kick return and the kick block and things that Dan Mullen I know is going to want to do. So, I, you know, the day and age of saying this guy's definitely getting a red shirt, those days are over. That's why they're trying to get this rule passed, guys, where you can play in four games and still get a red shirt. That way you can eat Damian Pierce or Clement or whoever they've got coming in and running back to play the last four games. And you could still red shirt. You know, there's just too many options now. Um, eventually they should just go, you got five years to play five. Because it's, I mean, if you can play, they need to give you an opportunity to play. If you have injuries, you should have the opportunity. But running back just became a strength, a, a big time strength for Florida uh, with Jordan Scarlett on the on on the team for 2018. All right, Larry Scott, new tight end coach, joins uh, the Gators. Uh, Juwan uh, Sider. A lot of people thought he was a terrific uh, coach. He didn't want to coach tight ends, apparently, from what I hear, and uh, he's gone. Uh, he got a got a good job, and he left. And he was a heck of a recruiter, Brady. I don't know about Larry Scott. I know Sider comes really highly recommended. He got some players. What do you think about that change? Well, I think they got they got as much out of J1 Sider as they could in one year. Um, I, I thought he did a nice job with those young running backs. Nobody saw Malik Davis uh, being that player when we signed him a year ago. Uh, his recruiting class that he brought in, all his top recruits are signed and on campus. Uh, or or going to be on campus. They were signed December 20th, so you're not losing any 2018 kids. Did you have a couple fall off from 2019? Sure. No question about it. And I think that um, – uh, but there wasn't that many. And, uh, you know, he's a terrific coach, but I think also Dan Mullen needs to um, have all his guys in place. Uh, Jaywan Sider's a running back coach. That's what he coaches. That's all he's ever coached. And so if he's got an opportunity to do that somewhere else and be, the, you know, then – um, you know, all, off you go. Now everybody on staff is a guy that Dan Mullen hired, a guy that has a level of expectation for what Dan Mullen's vision is, and not that Sider wouldn't have fit in. But ultimately, there are very few guys like Charlie Strong that can, and Sider for that matter, but very few guys like Charlie Strong that can mesh from one staff to the next and keep on doing a great job. Eventually, you got to have your own guys. And uh, DJ Durkin's another guy that did a great job going from urban staff to to Muschamp staff, but it, it very rarely do you see guys hold over for a long period of time, and 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 then that staff have success. Uh, yeah. Usually, if you hold over a bunch of guys from the previous staff that got fired, you're probably not going to have a lot of success. Just look at Florida. Now, I will say this about Cider: Justin Watkins is a kid that I know, buddy. You know, I'm high on yeah. him in the Ocala yeah. area, yeah. and he is a guy that Cider um, really, you know, Cider and him really got a good relationship going there. Um, recently in Florida, he just took the visit and committed. And he's a guy I think Florida's got to continue to um, show some love, whoever, you know, whether it's Knox or Scott or whoever's going to take over that uh, recruiting of Watkins and make sure they get him all the way in the boat. I think he's next to the boat. I think he's on the hook. But it wouldn't surprise me if Alabama keeps recruiting him. So I think Florida just needs to keep showing him some love and get him in the boat because Florida needs guys that score touchdowns and have speed, and that's what that kid has. And returns punts and, and kicks in. He's yeah, also, yeah, yeah he, he's obviously now been named, I noticed today, moved up to a top 100 player 
You know, he's a four and a half star, whatever. And certainly with that group of receivers now, they become formidable. They got some players who can throw the ball, catch the ball, run the routes, got speed. That's an exciting thing for Billy Gonzalez. To me, that's the most exciting thing after Emory Jones landing the quarterback, getting those guys in the house. Because Brady, I haven't seen a lot of that in the last 10 years around here. And I really want to see some separation, some good routes. I want to see some guys who can catch the ball and some speed to get them in open in open space because, as you know, everything starts with that. Get your athletes in open space and get them the football. No doubt. I think Jefferson and Grimes immediately upgrade that entire position. Um, I'm interested to see what Tony looks like being coached by Billy Gonzalez. Justin Watkins coming in. They get Jacob Copeland in, in, you know, on board. They set the whole offensive staff to see him. Um, and then some of these other guys eventually, you know, you just, you gotta, you gotta evolve and, and be a better route runner if you're Tyree Cleveland, if you really want to play at the next level. Hammond's got a lot of speed, but he just kind of disappears at times. Um, Dre Massey's a guy I really like in practice. I mean, I gotta keep thinking and looking for Dre Massey. What, what he never I mean, showed I, really. I love him in practice, but you know, sometimes a change of eyeballs, a new set of eyes on you changes things. So, um, every guy gets a clean slate. Um, I, I, but I would not feel as good about the receiver group, even with a clean slate, if they didn't have Jefferson and Grimes. Jefferson and Grimes immediately changed my entire opinion of that group. Jefferson yeah. will be the best wide receiver Florida has, uh, but bar none. He's the best receiver on the roster right now, and that yeah. includes Cleveland. And then Grimes, I think, is, you know, when's the last time Florida had a five-star receiver? Wow, exactly. A five-star of any kind. Uh, A couple other things people are saying, a lot of people are saying that that Percy had a little hand in, in maybe in Watkins, too, in some fashion, hanging around the program and kind of being a volunteer in in the weight, uh, the strength and conditioning. Uh, Have you heard that at all? Well, I don't know that to be true, Um, and I don't know it to be false. How about that? Okay. But I do think that having um, guys around the program, people that played for you, um, that are willing to say, look, you play for this guy, look what I did. You know, and I mean, I think that says a lot. And, yeah. um, you know, it, it, the one thing I will tell you about Percy Harvin now, he was a weight room warrior. Uh, yeah. He was a, he, he was thick. He was built. I mean, he was 1974 Buddy Martin at the Denver Post built. He was looking good, man. <laughs> that, that, he was smelt, dude. He was big. He worked out. Yeah. He worked out he was, with all the was, Denver Broncos. Tom Jackson, John Elway, and him used to go pump weight. I could press 140. Yeah. And by the way, uh, uh, just so you know, uh, Brady, uh, Brady, I remember the day back in the day when we did radio and uh, forget where it was. You said you thought maybe Percy Harvin might be the greatest Gator football player you ever saw. Yeah. Remember that? Most of them. Most electric, for sure. I'll go back and say the most electric. And I'll say this. If he played running back, just running back, Mm -hmm. he'd be an all-time leading rusher of Florida under Urban's offense in three years. He'd have broke Eric Rett's record in three years. He could make 100 uh, yards on four jet sweeps. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, even out of the backfield, you know, there was something that showed up on my timeline the other day, that beautiful call that Mullen designed, which was a counter, same-side counter. So the running back comes in motion. He's on the same side as the quarterback. Well, usually – Wherever you, the running back side of the quarterback, usually he runs the other way or up the middle, right? Well, this time, yeah. Mullen brought him against Arkansas on the same, to the right side of the quarterback, and Tebow handed it to him, but instead of going up the middle or to the left, he went right back where he came from because they had a tackle pulling from the other side anyway. I know you've seen it. It's the play where basically he goes, what, 70-something yards, put Florida up 10 against Arkansas in the SEC title game in their first run for a championship. It's just 
those are the kind of things that Mullen was doing before anybody else was doing him yeah. and Urban. And yeah. um, that's what he can do if you have a, a player like Justin Watkins that can play, who played a lot of running back in high school and can play both positions. Yeah. All right, Brady, thanks for spending the time. I know you got to get going on. Give us a word on the basketball team. Uh, tonight, it looked like a little different club when they, when, they, when uh, Kulichow yeah. started making those threes, you know, and uh, and, and get off early yeah. and, 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 and and Cheese got off early and made some threes. Team looked like a different team. Uh, how how well, impressive did they look against Baylor? Well, they, they impressed me because they're coming off a loss, and yeah. so I think that was good. Uh, they, the three-pointers, when Florida makes threes, they can beat every team in the country. If they get hot in the tournament, they could win it all and get, or certainly get to the final four if they can make threes. The other thing to remember about today is Hayes, I think, had five blocks. They don't lose when he has four or more blocks. And so I thought they were more active around the basket today uh, defensively. And, um, you know, it was a good win. It was a good win. It was a good day for the SEC to take down the Big 12 and show how good this league is. And now Florida's got to turn it around in 48 hours, get on the road and go to Georgia and and, uh, chase down the league's best team who didn't play in that Big 12 challenge today in Auburn. They'll be fresh. Ready to go. Like Buddy right, Martin. Go, Boy, thank you. Dilly dilly. Go, go get your uh, – go, go, go take care of your wife there. I'm not sure she wants got things she do besides talk to us. Yeah, thanks Great for joining stuff, us on like, date night, bro. Appreciate it, man. It. And uh, all the stuff, get ready. It's 10 to noon on WRUF and Facebook dilly Live. Dilly. Quarterback. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate it, Brady. Dilly Good dilly. stuff. Dilly, right, dilly dilly. Dilly, buddy. Later, bro. All right, yeah. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, we've got good stuff. That was from the producer. All kind of good stuff there. Uh, let me just correct and fix and clean up a few little details. I couldn't get to. You have a lot of people to know about shirts. I'll leave that up to you. And, and several people have asked about that. Uh, uh, I would, and, just, <laughs> we're, uh, that's from the producer. Um, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Um, um, the uh, the uh, uh, shirts will have another run, I guess. I mean, we didn't know. I, honestly, I, I've had a link posted. Listen. Nation Kingdom, listen up. Listen, I had a damn link posted for like two weeks for shirts. And so, yeah. y- you know what? Check the page. We don't I'll, make them. I'll, mo- I'll post not, them more. I don't there's mean, a, there's a place you order them. Just like we pay the same price that you do for I, them. We get, yeah, we and make like a dollar. So, I, we just made them to have some shirts. Honestly, we'll, um, yeah. I will make another run. I'll post the whole thing, and we're going to put it probably in the group and everything else. I'm just kidding. Thanks for buying shirts. And supporting, see all the new tech we have because we we, we made one hundred nine dollars, yeah, hundred bucks, hundred bucks. That's what um, you get. And, and the ten dollars that Ken gave us, still believe it was. Uh, can I just say how much Steve Flatman? Uh, I read a bunch of names off. This is a random list. There's many more. Steve Flatman, if you look at my list that you showed earlier, you see was number one. And I wrote in Ken Seguini's name above it because I forgot Ken. And he so Ken uh, Steve Flatman is definitely in. He's a guy who's he's a, a loyal subject to to the kingdom. We're glad to have him aboard. He's going to be a stellar member and a guy that is up for knighthood for sure. So if we didn't read your name, uh, you get your own introduction, okay? And Steve, you're it. Uh, others, I've got other names. There's plenty of other names I want to mention. Jennifer Lay, if you didn't hear your name called, you were called. All right. And there are others as well. Yeah, you and better be going... here, tread lightly because we've got some great people. And if you forget a name, it's kind of like the Academy Awards. Like, if we forget you, we know we we know you're loyal. No, I got you. I got you here. Right. And, so and, dilly and dilly. If you're, if you're a loyal subject, and by the way, we have gone through the list and we have diligently looked up. I've got look look at this. Look. 
Listen, I got pages of notes and names. So look, I've just read a few. This. Look at this. Uh, there's one guy in here, Jeff this. Thomas Pappas, who's been a great member. Disappeared. I haven't heard from him. So as soon as I hear from him again, I'll know Gene Curse. I haven't heard from him. Uh, Susan Cunningham, I believe she's sick tonight. Hope you're feeling better. Yeah, Eric to Cruz. everyone who has the flu out there, I'm sorry. It's, yeah, there's a lot of names here. And eventually, tell us the sick. people who pass the, who pass the test, the muster, you're going to be invited to this site. And you're going to be uh, members of the site. It's going to be a smaller, sleeker, faster, more loyal group. We're going to do some interesting things. We're working on a site, a place to have our greet, meet and greet. Believe me, we work on it all the time. Worked on it this past week. Uh, and we do have day jobs. So, But, no, there's there's other names in here. Just keep logging on, and you can PM us. Just remember that if we don't answer you within two hours, we have other things to do. One of the problems that we found out early on, we had 70,000 people on in a couple of days, is that people would, it would, would PM us and say, well, where are you? I don't have any information. Well, we're not there all the time. We don't monitor the site every minute. We, we come into it. We have an hour or two. We work on it. So we're looking for you actually out there, you in the kingdom, to be the ones who govern this site. That will be the name group. of the group. Group. If you group. say site, it's not a site. It's group. group. It's, group. it's a group. Sorry. The Gator and, Nation and, Kingdom group. Yeah. And they governing this, and that means that the top of the level is the, the knights. And there's a knights of the round table. But as you say, if you, and you log in and you ask permission, you basically, it's like, you know, agree to terms, the things that we tell you about what you have to do. And I read them earlier. And again, it has to do with loyalty and, and leadership and, 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 uh, and, 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 and um, loving the Gators. And you Susan know? Cunningham, uh, get, uh, get better. Uh, she says she has the flu. Yeah. Okay. Now, again, uh, if you, uh, if you want to know if you're on the list or not, and Ramon Barnhard, you are on the list, okay? I'll try to get to you the next 24 hours. Uh, we, we didn't take this lightly. We, we, we looked at your post. Uh, we, by the way, we banished the guy from the pit of misery today. Yeah. You know what he was? He was a wise-ass punk. He's a wise-ass punk. And so he's gone. And, and, and you know, he, he said, oh, I got what I wanted. He got a rise out of us. And so I, we I, truly, I mean, on honesty, like I'm tired. Like we tried really hard to make friends and do nice things for people and like be cool. And I, I honest to God, we're just trying to like get a group of people together and all be like, you know, good Gator friends and Gator fans and, and get together and be, you know, like a sovereign Gator nation. We don't, we're not going to take anyone's shit or crap or anymore. We're done. So we're just going to we're going to move on from it. We want to do our shows. We want to talk about the things we want to talk about and get good guests and all that kind of stuff. And we want you guys to be a part of that. We want to have a place, a safe place for everyone to be a fan and have a good space. I mean, to bring us all together. This is this is an exciting time to get back, you know, to to, uh, you know, well, not get back, but to 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 look into the next season in 2018 is going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be we exciting want to have fun. again. And I don't want to roll into it with a bunch of factions and groups telling me, well, don't share my information because we keep our information within our group. Stop what? banging your fists. You Stop keep, banging your fists. You keep your information within your group? We're Gator fans. Yeah. I thought we share information. We find our own information. You find your own yeah, like information? Yeah. Really? Hello. You're sharing the information that I give you, and then you tell me it's false information. I mean, really? You're still, mad. You're still mad about this. Pissed off. You? I was pissed. I was pissed on Friday. I was pissed. Anyway, I'm over it. So let's call France. Give me a second. Uh, I want to say one other thing. Listen, you can call them 
I want to remind this is kind of a little mission statement we're working on. It's not done, but I want to read it again. What we are and, and, and who we are and, and what we stand for. This is sort of a rough draft. A group of loyal Gators who love and support University of Florida athletics. Athletics. The people and the coaches, the fans, bonded by truth, passion, and commitment. And don't forget that word loyalty. That is who we are. And when you sign on, you have to understand these are the guidelines. No bashing, no bullying, and no belittling. And no backstabbing, which is what that other group did. They stabbed us in the back. Ask Brendan to be an ad man. He helped them build our site from 400 to 2400. And then suddenly accused me of being fake news. Hello? I spent 60 years in the business of trying to be authentic in what I said and thought. I don't, you can disagree with my opinions. You can, I've made mistakes and, and I will make them in the future. When you're pushing the envelope to get the truth, you get the best you can and, and, and you'll do the best. And if you're wrong, you're wrong. But you only go, you're only as good as your sources because I've been burned by sources. People have told me things that were lies and not true. So you try to sort that out. And finally, no tolerance for trolls around here. Okay. That's the rules. And then whenever you log on, we're going to ask you, you future nights to tell us, for the meet and greet, what's the best night for you? Uh, what do you like to do? How, what do you see the long term for this group? And then any things you'd like to suggest for us? Okay, I believe we got Francis Beard up on the screen right now. Hello, Francis. Good afternoon, evening, Brendan, and also Francis Martin. I uh, I take it you watched that Kentucky West Virginia game. I didn't see the final score, by the way. Uh, Kentucky won it by five, uh, by seven. Excuse me. Uh, in other words, a 24-point turnaround from the half. Mm -hmm. And uh, an amazing job by Kentucky. I, th I think that that was might have been the game that Kentucky will look back on as their growing up day. And I think that uh, I really think they're going to be tough to play the rest of the way. Well, <clears throat> you know, you, you, know um, you, you, you know him pretty well. I mean, uh, I got to say that there's really no better coach um, than what Kentucky has got in terms of a basketball coach. Now you can argue with one and done and, and whatever you want to, but in terms of knowing the game and coaching the players, you can argue about his style, you know, and how bad it is or whatever, but you know him personally, right? Yeah, I sure do. And, and I got to tell you something. I have yet to meet anybody that met the man personally that didn't think he was the most charming guy in the world. Yeah. Uh, it's easy to understand why the kids and their parents, they say, oh, my gosh, Coach Cal. Yeah, I'll play for Coach Cal. And kids love him. And and it, it's kind of like one of the things that, that one of his players, uh, Diallo, said last week. He said, Coach K is talking about Duke this and Duke that and all the other stuff. And he says, and Cal comes in there and says, I'm going to get you ready to go to the NBA so you can take care of your family. Now you take a poor kid that's grown up with nothing, and now you got a coach that says, I'm going to get you ready to go make millions of dollars. You listen to him. And he does. He, he gets them ready to play. You know who's a big fan is? Steve Spurrier. And he's a big fan of Calipari's. And Spurrier tells a story about how Calipari a couple of years ago during a road trip 
took two days off and stayed in the, down in Florida during the season to kind of relax, chillax, you know, like Spurrier used to do, and call Spurrier. They were talking about it. Sometimes you just got to get away from it, you know, kind of thing. And he likes Cal. He says, Cal does it differently, you know, and he likes his style. And he didn't like the old, same old tired mentality of basketball coaches. I, you know, you can argue about his stuff whatever you want to. He he puts himself in harm's way with, with his cockiness, his arrogance, and what have you. But in the end, he, yeah, I know what he won, one national championship, but I think the guy, he could coach my team anytime. One national championship and three other final fours, and that's doing it with freshmen and a brand-new lineup every year. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. not, he's not coming in there and taking these kids that have been together for four years. He's having to start from scratch every single year. And actually does a pretty darn good job of, by the end of the year, having these guys doing what they need to do to be a a winning basketball team and to have enhanced their draft stock. Yeah. By the way, did you happen to see uh, Dan Mullen tonight at the halftime speech in the basketball this afternoon? Oh, heavens, yeah. And uh, I got to tell you something, buddy. You know, I give you credit on this because you were the one that said first and foremost that you'd really like to see Dan Mullen as the next head basketball head football coach at the University of Florida. First one, everybody else was talking about somebody else. And I think Florida actually, you know, I, I know that Florida actually pursued Chip Kelly, but I know that Florida got the right coach now. And he showed me that today at, I, and what a great what a great show he puts on. He's got these two stud recruits, offensive line recruits, uh, Garage and Nicholas uh, Petit Ferre in there. Probably five star, right? And Ferre, a five star offensive tackle. Oh yeah, I mean we're talking about two of the top the, of the five remaining great offensive line co- players in the entire country. I wouldn't put it past these kids to come to Florida after this weekend. They, the basketball team did its part. The home crowd did its part. And Mullen just absolutely lit a torch under everybody at halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes out there, and he's talking about winning national championships. You know what that reminded me of, buddy? I, I got to tell you something. It reminded me of a guy named Charlie Pell. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to wonder if the Gators would ever win an SEC Mm-hmm. And Charlie Pell comes in here, you know, a little five foot nine hundred and seventy pound Charlie Pell, who, who, believe it or not, was an all SEC defensive tackle at that weight. And Charlie Pell comes in here and says, we're going to win national championships. He bypassed the SEC altogether, said we're going to win national championships. Mullen today didn't talk about winning the SEC. He said, we're going to hang national championship banners here. And the fans just went absolutely nuts. Uh, and, and they should have. This is a guy that gets it. I liked him when he said, you know, don't come in here, Oklahoma, and think you're going to take one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is our turf, you know. That was that. And then that, that territorial imperative, you've got to defend the home turf. That's one thing about Meyer and Spurrier. They always won at home. You start losing big games at home, you're done, basically. And I love that mentality. We're tough here. That's why they name, why he named the swamp the swamp. You know, you don't get out alive. Only Gators do. So that mentality, because you and I grew up at a time when 
Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge was like a snake pit, a tough place to play. You know, you didn't go in there and win. There was a number of years for Florida could even compete at Auburn. Remember how hard it was to win at Auburn? I mean, really. Oh, gosh, yeah. John Reeves threw nine interceptions. Yeah. I remember yeah. the first road time they run won a road game at yeah. Auburn, and that was with Don Gaffney as the quarterback there, and I believe that was 1972, might have been 73. But it was absolutely shocking that the Gators went into Auburn and won because we never did that. Right. And, uh, you know, this is the thing that the great coaches do. They make home impossible. You, you're, it's an impossible task to beat them at home. And when they go on the road, they do their best to silence the crowd and take the crowd out of it and make you feel like there is hell to pay for having our team on your field. Yeah. Yeah. um, Have you heard anything else about, I mean, I know it's hard to say recruiting, but it is still recruiting. This is February 7th. We've got to go another round. We mentioned the offensive tackles. Anybody else you see? Uh, dropping Florida's way or maybe a surprise pick someplace because uh, because the residuals have been not just the recruits, but the transfers and the eligibilities down with Jordan Scarlett. A lot of things have gone Mullen's way in that regard. Oh, yeah. Well, he brought in a center this weekend as well, and I like that because they don't have a center in this class. Everybody they're recruiting are offensive are guards and tackles. And they brought in a center. I like that. Uh, People say, oh, he's only a three-star. Well, he's probably not going to play until he's a junior. You know, he's probably going to be a guy that that redshirts a year and then maybe plays some uh, special teams and other things for a couple of years. And then by the time he's a fourth-year junior, he'll be on the field. Um, But they're bringing in a center. I like that. It, the thing I like about Mullen's recruiting, buddy, is this is a guy that understands this one basic premise. And, and, and this is something that Urban Meyer once told me. He said, you look at your full recruiting class for two years and you pin it up there and you start filling in the names on a depth chart. And he said, if the names on the depth chart come up to where you got pretty close to a two deep there, he says you're recruiting very, very well. Uh, he says if you're stacked, for example, you got all these defensive ends and you have no defensive tackles and you have lots of guards but no offensive tackles and things like that, or if you got 12 running backs and no wide receivers, you know, which we see a lot in recruiting, uh, you're not doing a good job. And Urban was one that believed that that you you take two classes. You put them together. That's how you determine if you're recruiting well, and you line it up. And how does that how does that do for a two D? And I, the way I see Mullen is he, recruiting right now is he's not stacking at any one position. He is up there and he's trying to recruit across the board. He's recruiting with the idea of a two deep in mind because he'll be recruiting again next year as well. Some people are concerned about what's happening on defense if they're getting enough players on defense. I know the secondary got a good safety, got some good players, and they're worried about defensive linemen. Be okay this year, but the depth of the defense, particularly in the defensive line, is that a, is that something to be concerned about? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I, I think that the switch to a three-four, uh, you're going to see yeah. that you know, linebackers. I, you know, you're going to see guys, you know, recruiting a lot of linebackers. 
they got the, a huge shot on the depth chart this week when Ventrell Miller and James Houston the fourth were both allowed back on the team. Now they go into they go into spring practice with ten linebackers, and you got to figure that C.C. Jefferson is going to be a, a, a linebacker next year. Uh, he's a 240-pound guy, and, and he's not a good fit on a 3-4 defense on that as a down line, but he is a good fit as that guy that's a hybrid that will be a stand-up defensive end or, or play in space, and he's certainly quick enough to do that. So you got him, and then they got another kid. They, they're going to have two David Reeses. They, they got another David Reese that's been signed, another linebacker from down at Vero Beach. So you look at that, and now all of a sudden you got 12 linebackers. So you got a three deep at linebacker. Uh, I think they're going to be just fine. Um, you know, I, I think Kivanis Davis, for example, if he comes back from these injuries from the scooter accident, that's another kid they pick up that's going to be uh, a, a good a good pickup for them because he's a he's a guy that can come off the edge and, and rush the passer. So I, I think. We have to look at what the depth chart is right now, where they are. They've gone to a 3-4, which means you really have to have you have to have 12 linemen just the same, 12 linemen, 12 linebackers, and I think they're going to be just fine there. You're right. At 3-4 will make a big difference. Uh, I asked this question earlier that who will take the snap, first snap of, I won't even say the fall, I'll say the spring. You and I have talked about this before, Frank's would be the guy, but uh, we know that Jones is the future. Um, and how long will it be before he is taking the snaps? Is Mullen kind of guy that if he, he'll put him in to take the first snap in the opening game, if he thinks he can do it, do you think he'll let him earn the job on the field? Well, he's going to have to earn the job on the field. I haven't given up on Felipe Franks, nor have mm-hmm. I given up on, on Trask or uh, Jake Allen. Uh, Jake Allen won a lot of ball games at St. Thomas Aquinas and had really good feet when he ran. Uh, when he, you know, showed good feet when he ran the ball uh, or ran the option with that and, and ran a multiple offense. So I, I don't take count him out yet. I think that uh, Jones, uh, I think he is the future, but I think he's going to have to earn his shot at the future. And that's a good thing. I, I think that it's a necessity to get back to the idea of competing for the job and to have real live competition uh, for that job and have guys pushing each other. And I don't think we've had that for a while. Yes, that certainly would help a lot. Um, I, I like Frank. I like Frank's too. I like the fact that he he hung in there last year and everybody said he was going to lose his opening job opening day, and he he made some mistakes. But I got to say. I'm sorry, he was poorly coached. He just wasn't well coached. And he, you can be coached out of that, you know, the blunt stirring down receivers and things of that nature. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident he can get the coaching he needs here. Uh, let's talk about the level. And it's, it's a little early to do this because, I mean, he didn't take it the first snap. Uh, and, and Joan, we have a lot of young players. We don't know what they're going to do. And we're trying to size up the class as they stand and project for the future, which is dangerous. But let's just take this step back. You and I have covered this for a long time. You and I, Brendan, we covered the championship uh, years of Urban Meyer. We, we were practices all the time. We saw the level of, you know, of what can be uh, in a situation when you win national championships. Uh, and now the question becomes, can you restore the roar? Can you get back to that level? 
there hadn't been that many weeks ago that people were basically ready to burn their tickets. And that's how bad it got. They just were so disparaged by what was going on. Now, we're seeing signs of heating and things happening. Do you feel this is an insurmountable gap for this program to get back to the level that they could actually compete with a program like Georgia, never mind Alabama, on, who's on top of the world? Do you think that is a, a doable thing? It's a worthy goal. Georgia's just so stacked, and you hate Georgia, I know. And you, you know, and they got so, they look like they're going to be winning for the next five years. The question is, can the Gators ever catch Georgia? Just think about that for a second, okay? And I remember that Charlie Pell told me one time, God rest his skull, if I hadn't, if we hadn't got caught cheating, which is a big if, since Charlie was the reason they got, he said, FSU would never have caught us. That's a little scary when you think about Georgia. Georgia may be out of the box with the way they're recruiting. They may not be catchable anytime soon. Buddy, you got to understand something. Georgia was recruiting like this under Mark Richt. And people can say, well, yeah, but this guy's a different cat. Might be. But remember this. His team this year was stacked with guys that Mark Richt uh, recruited there. He had a veteran ball club that Mark Rick recruited. Now, certainly if I'm a Georgia fan, I'm optimistic about the future. But I also remember that uh, Jim McElwain beat Georgia the last two ti- you know, two out of three years. I also have to remember that in his last year at Florida, Will Muschamp beat Georgia as well. So I know that Florida can compete, and I'm not particularly – uh, I am not particularly in that mode where I'm conceding anything to Georgia yet. Now, if Kirby Smart comes back this year, having lost his entire defense, he's going to lose, I think, out of his top 14 players, he may have two back on defense. Um, he's going to lose Chubb. He's going to lose uh, um, Sonny yeah. as well. Now, if he comes back from those kind of losses and he's back in, and he wins the SEC again and he's in the playoff the second year, well, maybe we have to reevaluate things. But I think it's too early to put Georgia on that high a pedestal and too early to also say that Florida can't uh, scale that mountain again. I, I think that it comes down to coaching. I think you got a coach that's in here with the right attitude and the right way of doing things. And this is, you know, Dan Mullen has come in here even today. He's talking about winning national championships, hanging national yeah. championships. In his speech, he brought it up, yeah. And it all starts between the ears. But, you know, it all starts with that idea. It all, if, if you don't, if the people – don't believe it. If it's not if if it's not believable, it's not conceivable. And this is the thing that Mullen's got. Mullen right now is selling hope, but hope springs eternal when you got people that preach it every day, and then they bring in the athletes and they coach them up. Yeah. If you can win an average of eight nine ball games a year in Starkville, which you know we call. Florida field, the swamp, but 
you know, Starkville is, is the equivalent of a swamp, not the swamp. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, you, you guys remember when we were, when we were going to, into Starkville and, 30 miles out, you could see the, you could see the stadium. I mean, it's desolate. There is nothing there. You could see the stadium is the biggest building within the 30 mile, 100 mile radius, maybe of, of Starkville. And you come in there and you realize that for somebody to go in there and win like Mullen did, that, that's a special coach. Now, he gets players who will visit here that wouldn't even give him the time of day at Mississippi State. He's already proven he can get the big, he can get great players to commit. Um, let's see how many of these committed players that he flips. He's got a couple guys out there right now that he's recruiting that are leaning or committed someplace else. Let's see how he flips them. Let's see how he closes. If he gets these two big tackles and a couple other guys in this recruiting class, I, you know, like William Barnes and other offensive linemen from down in Apopka, let's say he closes with those three offensive linemen in this center. Now, all of a sudden, you got Noah Banks in here as well, who and, and William Bleich, the, the, the two uh, offensive linemen that are already enrolled, Banks being the JUCO transfer. you got John DeLance. People forget about him who is a starter at Texas, who's a transfer in, he's going to be playing this year. Now, all of a sudden, uh, you know, they say it all starts up front. Well, Florida's looking pretty good up front if these things come about. Friends, a couple more minutes with Franz, along with Buddy Martin and Brendan Martin. And, Brendan, there was a video of Mullen talking about uh, his speech at the game, if you want to see if you can find it. And uh, he gave a halftime speech about – uh, in the uh, Florida Baylor game today, where you fired up the command base, they were all wearing orange shirts and whatever. Uh, if you get that up and you get the audio on it, go ahead and, and roll it. Uh, <clears throat> uh, well, friends, uh, so, so we're going to have a meet and greet soon with our kingdom. Uh, we're, we're 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 getting strong here. We we sorted out the mess that uh, was created by a bunch of uh, we took some enemy fire. But uh, the fire's been returned, and I think we're in good shape. Um, and we don't worry too much about it. We don't worry too much about these guys. But the main thing is is that when people stab you in the back, we don't take betrayals lightly, and we don't take disloyalty lightly in this group. So we're, we're really, we like to have positive things to talk about, especially when it regards the Gators. And you've always taken that approach, friends. You've always been very, very optimistic and, and, and everything you've ever done about the Gators and, and people love you for it. So, so we'll, we'll have our moments when we'll say make critical comments and we'll say we disagree with something, but we're not going to bash or trash anybody as a Gator. Um, you know, and, and so, uh, we're looking forward to, uh, to have this group together. Now we're going to have a meet and greet as soon as we can pull it together. We're scouting a couple of places here in, in central Florida. I know there's also one, um, there's, there's also a couple of places in Gainesville I might look at too to get the kingdom together, friends. And since you live in Gainesville, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can pull that off here soon. So we got we got members from all over the, the world. Uh, like I'm looking at Roger Burns right now. He's in Ninbo, China. Is he just with us tonight? Uh, we got him. Uh, hey, guy. Roger. 
There you go. Yeah, Roger. Yeah, and uh, and you know we got people in Atlanta, uh, Iowa. I think Joe Fulbridge in Iowa uh, today. Uh, Jack Campbell said, "Boy, I'm in Atlanta. I'm cold. This program keeps me warm." We got Gators everywhere, you know, which is great. And we're going to ask them here in a minute to sign off and tell us where they're coming from. <clears throat> but you and I have worked in this before. We worked in, um, and we've been in this kind of media, and we've seen that we're getting, it can get nasty sometimes. And it can, but this is going to be fun. And uh, you, of course, are right there in the in the kingdom as one of the as one of the one of the, the main members of the court. <clears throat> and uh, we're we're going to go forward and have we got some rules regulations, but we're not going to ever do anything to keep them having fun, and 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 having free flow of information and getting information. And we appreciate everything that you bring to the to the deal, France. People love you coming here. Brendan is always saying, "Get France, get France, get France, get France." I said, Brendan, he's got other things to do in his life besides come on with us. But thank you for being there for us as always and giving us information insight. It's not easy to get the true story anymore. It's uh, we get lied to and the subterfuge and look at what's happening in Washington now without getting into politics. You know, it's all changed. We'll do our dead level best to get what we can here and get it to the people as best we can. And by the way, you know this, that the people in the kingdom, the people who follow, they are as good a sources as any because that's where the information came to us when we broke the story about the flight. Up to up to uh, Connecticut, that came from somebody in our kingdom. So we got good people here, and they got a good information. I know people are saying thanks, friends. Nat Blaylock, thanks, friends. Len Tindall says thanks, friends, um, etc. Um, so you guys go ahead out there now. We got Colby Fleet checking in from Ocala. Go ahead, Birmingham, New York. Binghamton, New York. David Arnoff. Okay, man. Oh boy, that's cold up there. Uh, you can go ahead and, and, and bow out. Brendan, anything else to add here before we say good night, friends? No, nope. Georgia. Thanks, friends. You're always the man. We're gonna do more stuff like this. We're all getting together. Friends is always a big part of everything that we do. And you know, I'm your biggest fan, friends. Uh, Brandon. <laughs> uh, you know, we just. You know, you're looking good, dude. By the way, you're looking good. You're looking tight. You're looking like you're like you've been you've been working out. Well, uh, um. T- 214 pounds from 270, you know, is where I was back in August of 2016. So feeling good and uh, health is good. And, you know, who knows, a couple of dinosaurs like you and I, buddy, we might might survive survive to see another national championship. I'm not going to come on with you. You're making me look bad. You look so svelte. I don't know. You got to, now you're getting a body made for TV. I got abs again. You got abs again. That's what awesome. They? France, I don't have abs, France. That's awesome. <laughs> you got to get a six-pack? No, no, no. I've got a three-pack, three you know. Yeah, okay. We're, 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 right. working on the, we're working on the fourth, and yeah. here we go. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome, dude. Well, we'll, well talk everybody's to saying good night here. And, uh, well, I the, have the uh, video. So Wyoming, and the Wyoming is saying good night. Yeah. Mike Williams and Roger Burns from China. David Baldoff from DeLand. Folks, hang around. I'll give you a few more names that you're on the list. We'll continue to read the names on the list. It's going to be growing and growing. France, we're converting people from this to our new group. Brendan, explain it. Well, friends, you know, uh, I think we've all been around a long time with Gator Country and other things, and I think we just got tired of the crap. So uh, since we're not making any money doing this, so we're just decided to start our own closed, pri- our closed group. We're going to get a group of 
guys together and gals together, and they're going to be knights of the round table, friends, and we're going to take them all on. No haters, no crap. I can say this because we're on TV, no shit. And we're going to start the uh, uh, a place where we can have a sovereign gator nation, and we can all have some fun again and enjoy it like it was 2008 and, you know, and all the great times that me, you, and Buddy and all, uh, all the Gator fans rode in all those years, and, and we want to get back to enjoying this process. So, uh, yeah. says here, Dave Myers says, friends, is a mountain of Gator information, and I love it. Hey, by the way, you know, since I'm looking at the dilly dilly sign behind you, buddy. Yes. I hope you, I hope you saw last week the newest Bud Light commercial. Philly, with Philly. The dilly, with the dilly dilly, with, uh, with, with the, the, the king is talking to his people and you're looking at the other ar- army out there and he says, they have flaming arrows. He says, I'm sure they don't hurt any worse than a regular <laughs> arrow. But then he says, but they have Bud Light, and all of a sudden his... <laughs> they all took off. Yeah, that was good. Those were very that is, clever. That is, that, you know what this reminds me of? And I know it's a little bit off topic from the Gators. But Budweiser had the frogs back in the... And, and the ferrets. And yeah, back I love in, the frogs. I love the frogs. I love the ferrets, you know, yeah. You know, uh, you know they, had, they had these these guys uh, and, and the... Um, Oh, which the iguanas, the iguanas back in back back in uh the the 1990s you know and you know uh louis you hired a hitman with my own money i might add <laughs> <laughs> going after the frog this uh, is the most brilliant ad campaign budweiser's no, come up is. with since they had the frog no question and, no question and, and yeah. i give them I give them an I'd awful like. lot of credit for, for whoever their agency is coming up with something that's truly ingenious. Lay down well, you better log on. You're getting a lot of love tonight, friends, all over the place. We, we love you, friends. Take care, yeah. bud. Appreciate yeah. it very much. Yeah. We'll Take talk care. to you soon, yeah. friends. I like the Skype I... thing. I can see your face. <laughs> I see yours, Brendan. See you, pal. We'll talk I to you soon. You ha- I shave and you don't. I don't. That's can... my sexiness. I'm sexy see, that you way. Can ca- you, you have five it's time to go. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, bro. Take care. And well, pe- people saying good night tonight, and I want to reiterate to the people. Hey, do you want to hear- see? Hey, do you want to see the video? I have the video. Do you want to see it? Of what? what yeah, go ahead and show it, and I'll just. Uh, <laughs> can you hear it? Can you guys hear this? I don't know if you can hear it. Tell me if you can hear. You cannot hear. That's the king. King of the fun. Oh, hey, they can't hear. Chief Flatton, this is Thank you.
United States of America. comments tonight appreciate it very much again people checking in uh and um good show tonight brendan people uh, people seem to enjoy it great always great to get great guests too, hey like. um I, can well uh, this is uh one second housekeeping note um yeah. if you haven't liked the page and you think you have there's a lot of you i've invited please like the buddy martin show too uh we you know we still have a growing membership there and do a lot of different things there as well uh sports related so um, like the Buddy Martin Show on Facebook, uh, and then look for our group, uh, the uh, the Gator Nation Kingdom, um, and those who have been tapped will uh, also send you. Are you going to send a message, or what are you going to do, buddy? Have you read all the well, names? What are you going to do? I'm, I'm not read them all. So what I'm going to say is that uh, if you did not hear your name, or uh, you weren't sure, you can you can PM me, all right, on Facebook, and I will get back to you. There's an extensive. I have an extensive list of people. More of you are on this list than what you realize. I only read about thirty tonight. There are many others. Well, how, some of I you. Mean, I are we going to post like a list? You should post a list. at some point, probably next week. Next we'll week, post of this. I got jobs to do. I can't type all this up right now. But just know that we got you. We're holding you in our hearts and minds. So I guess you know. Chad, who you I are. guess. I guess you know Chad, who you are. No, you don't, because if you don't read the name, then how are you supposed to know? Yeah. Well, well, as I said, PM me. I read a bunch of them. I can read them again. Tonight, what I've got, if you want to hear what i got, i still got some I haven't. Here, let me just go ahead and read them tonight, and can I'll I do what I can. Do you about want me to show the list? Well, no, because tonight there's two lists. It's not complete. But let's just See? start with the list, the yellow page first. And yellow page, and by the way, the first name was Steve Flatman, uh, and I wrote Ken Singini's uh, name above it when All I remembered right. him. Uh, Tracy Workman, D. Cubellis, and also Chris uh, D. Cubellis, Ken Rock, Jennifer Lay, Roger Burns, Len Tindall, Monty Atkinson, David Baldoff, uh, Charlie Wright, Richard Clements, uh, Jimmy Howell, James Yawn, Jack Campbell, Mike uh, uh, Amston, Nolan Richard, Arthur Leon Polhill, Joby Mitchell, uh, Bill Ferry, Brian Fox Jr., Nate Blaylock, uh, See here, uh, Richie Robinson, John Enrico. Uh, let's see, I read him. I think I read James Weaver. I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, Jennifer Lay. Did I mention Jennifer earlier? Yeah, I did. Uh, let's see, Gene Kearse, Danny Bussini, uh, Jeff Thomas Pappas, uh, Ellis Hull, Susan Cunningham. Get better. Eric Cruz. Um, uh, Nat Blaylock from Newberry, Steve Flatman, we mentioned earlier, 
John Stacy Freeman, Chris Gardner, Alan Crabtree, Brian Ferris, Bill Ferry, I think I mentioned him twice, uh, Tommy, I don't know, Tommy Davis, but I, I, I haven't heard from him for a while, but I'm waiting to see. Bubba Ennis, haven't heard from Bubba in a long time, Brendan. Uh, Charlie, uh, Charlie, Chris Wells, I'm sorry, Chris Webb, Chris Webb, Paul Grove, my buddy in Chattanooga, uh, David Soderquist, uh, Jared Swain, uh, Eric Stutz, um, Linda Lore, Linda Lore, haven't heard from Wait, let me finish. Linda Lore. That's what I was just giving, uh, like the little love as you said it. Yeah, okay. Ronnie Thomason, Casey Dunn, Joy McBrayer, um, Sissy Long, Mark Kennison. I think I, yeah, I mentioned him. Marlo C. I haven't heard of him in a long time. Uh, Robert Covell. I think I mentioned Nolan Richard. Uh, mentioned this guy. Uh, Chris Clark. Steve Black was one early on. I haven't heard from Steve in a long time. Brent Prophet. Alex Perez. We know he was going. He was on tonight. Uh, Mike Watson. Richard Ball. We mentioned Ken Rock earlier. Ocala. Trey uh, Wooden was on uh, a couple times today. Now we got uh, Angie Hankins, Charles Buchan. But tonight, first time I've seen Charles in a long time. Um, Aaron Decker. Andrew Pirelli has been on a lot, but I haven't seen him lately. Uh, James Cope. Uh, Joe Fulford, I mentioned. Perry Mason. And Keith Woodard. I think that's I think that's everybody. Yeah, that I got tonight. Okay. And now, and that so, means what? It means that you now are invited to go and sign up for the new group, which means you get in there in there early, and we begin sorting out your names as go, to govern the this the this the kingdom, and we're going to pick a group of knights from there as the governing body. Knights of the Round so, Table. That's their round table. Now you'll be the ones coming. And then we'll, we will set up a a, a private group with uh, a private secret group with the with the uh, knights of the round table, and you will. Yeah, well, and then and when we have our meeting, group, you're going to you, let them decide it. You will govern uh, all things and 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 help us keep this sovereign Gator Nation group together, and let's yeah. grow it and have a places to meet and have fun and do all the things uh, that we like to do and talk about Gator sports, dilly dilly. Yeah, Steve says it might be his son, Steve Flavin Jr., so that's fine. Huh? Oh, uh, but anyway, with Steve Flavin. Um, okay. Yeah, we we do have uh, others that we haven't gotten to. There's names on here that Junior, I still care yes. about. Keep getting uh, getting back to me. I know Dave Myers out to different people. There's still people that we're going to invite. This is just the first round, okay? Uh, yeah, and if, you, and, and, and if you also are, if you're not on this list and you feel like you are something that you'd like to take on and, uh, then go ahead and PM. Send, well, either PM us or go ahead and, and apply to be you know to the in the group. So, uh, yeah, apply to that group. Start it right now tonight. How do they do it, Brendan? Yeah, search Gator uh, Gator Nation Kingdom. Search it up. Hey, by the way, Gator Nation Kingdom. It's the kingdom. T-shirts, t-shirts, mugs, coffee mugs, wine, need, beer. Need you folks to work. For and if you own work. a business and you want to advertise with us, please PM me, me or Buddy. Because we're also doing that. And thanks for the shoes, by the way. Uh, we have a podcast, iTunes, search. Like Donald Ferguson played in the 1996 National Championship team in Florida. Yeah. This is his company right here, okay? There it is. There it is. Oh, Thank yeah. you, McDonald. I get mine. He's in Miami, and he said he loves the show. 
Yeah. Love this. Yours are cool. The blue ones look better. All right. See, that's funny because I, I preferred the white. See? These won't fit you. No, but these are actually the cooler. You're right. Mine are yeah. cooler. So anyway, yeah, we've worn them and um, they uh, cost. No, uh, it's not second round, everyone. We're sorry. You have realized that there are thousands of you. So it, we're, we're really trying to just make this happen. Nothing personal. Don't leave us now because you didn't get a name tonight. This is just a, a, a list. No, James. We're, we, we have lots of love. Donald, James, don't worry about it. You're going to get in there. You're going to get in there. I just... These are people who've been logging on regularly, multiple times. We have records comments. of it in comments. They're more visible. They're more visible. We're That's able why. to track yeah. the metadata and see who it is and coming in. And so we, yeah. you know, we have a list. So we're, we're doing the best we can do with it. But hey, Brendan, um, I guess we just checked in. Who? Ken Phelps. Ken Phelps. Ken What's up, Phelps? No way. Tell them who Ken Phelps is. He lives over in the East Coast. I think in their Palm. Hold on. Ken Phelps so Ken, taught me how to do radio, and I think I did my first radio broadcast with Ken Phelps when uh, 25 years ago. You and he were the morning producers of the Buddy Martin Show. Buddy well, Martin he, the was the, he was the co-host and the producer. Yeah. And the, and, and the news, update. news update. Sports, what do you call sports it? Not sports Center. Sports, sports Central. Sports Central. Oh, Sports Central. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. Yeah. Ken Phelps. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so check out the podcast, iTunes, Buddy Martin Show. Uh, this will be podcasted. We're doing all that stuff. Uh, and uh, Craig Hires, if he wasn't mentioned, definitely is in that group, and he's already written me. So, Craig, I don't know where you – but your name came out, but you're on it. So Yeah, let's see. Again, don't mean to offend anybody. I feel like we're going to offend people. I feel like we offended people. I feel like your list is incomplete. Yeah. No, it's not, I, said, I said multiple times, it's a rough draft. It's just a start. Just some names to get it started. We'll I add... Am I on the list? I mean, right. Craig Harris sure. wants to know if he can get in. Absolutely, you're in, Craig. Listen, I'm not sure why we how we missed you anyway. It's it's it's, it's going to be a list of of mods and people that are going to help us uh, put this. You're going to work, by the way. You're going to be working, so just keep that in mind. Uh, if you like the new tech, let us know. It was a good night. Uh, I think this is going to be a fun way to do it. Uh, I think. Uh, check out uh, the replay if you missed anything. Check out the podcast. Friends about it. If you want to advertise with us, you want to do anything business wise with us, uh, PM Buddy, PM me, and uh, yeah, I'm already getting them. All right, I'm getting PMs already. All right, listen. Uh, anything else? I got to put Stella to bed. Carolina's going to kill me. I think it'll do it. All right. Good job, Brendan. Good job, everybody. Uh, hey, job. Uh, we'll leave. We'll we'll leave this. Uh, We'll leave this uh, uh, going for a second. If you want to check in from where you ca- ca- uh, are, uh, are watching from tonight uh, in the chat room. And uh, Steve Flatman Sr., we will make it work. He is definitely in. Steve Flatman Sr., you know you're my guy. Uh, and uh, a lot of other people who are my guys and gals. And then the executive producer, Stella Bella Martin. Uh, going to pause this. I wish I could play music. So maybe we should just play the Mullen thing one more time. You want to hear it? You want to get pumped up about it, Budro? You go ahead. I'm going to say good night. Dilly dilly. I love you, Stella. Love you, Brendan. Here's all hail to the kingdom. Dilly dilly.
is about half the national championship baseball team. About every team that tries to come in here is number one in the country, like Oklahoma tried to do last night. Let's make sure all of us, as I see everyone in here right now, look up. 